From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. I know you've heard the old expression that says, and now moving from the sublime to the ridiculous. Well, that's exactly what we're doing today. The sublime to the ridiculous and then back again to the sublime. And we're glad to be doing this, introducing you to an artist who might be new to lots of you because we're featuring music from a brand new album just released on Paul Cardall's Stone Angel Records. The album is Piano Preludes and the artist is Jason Lyle Black. Jason writes beautiful music, appears on television with Ellen DeGeneres doing silly piano stunts, which of course we will make him do today. And he uses Facebook and YouTube in some very intriguing ways. We'll talk about that. But back to that sublime we mentioned a moment ago, as Jason Lyle Black, pianist, with his guest violinist Gabriel Gordon perform Champs-Élysées, a reflective piece about one of the most famous streets in Paris.
Champs-Élysées, that's from the album Piano Preludes, just released by Jason Lyle Black. A performance, Jason Lyle Black, piano, and Gabriel Gordon, violinist. We should mention Gabriel is conductor of the Davis Youth Symphony and artistic director of the Next Ensemble. Jason, thank you for coming in today. Thanks for having me, Steve. We're so glad to have you. This is an exciting time in your life, this new album, a recording contract. And we should mention previous albums you've done, 2009, Another Point of View, Midnight Clear, a Christmas album, 2011, and 2012, Hope of Israel. I'm yes. guessing that was him arrangements. That yeah. was, yes. Those were ones so, I released. Uh-huh. Piano Preludes. Oh, and w- why that particular name? So that was, that you know, working with the label with Paul Cardall, we wanted a, a name that captured just a lot of different emotions. And, you know, Preludes, it can mean a lot of things. It has uh, memory. It has joy. It has longing. It has some sadness. It has faith, you know, hope, and there's just, there's such a range of emotion that Preludes kind of captured that broadly. So that was, that was the inspiration behind the name. Well, congratulations, signing with Stone Angel Music. Thank you. Very exciting. And music, as of just recently, is now consuming your whole life. It is. Yeah, it's been a very exciting change. <laughs> so yeah, as, as you know, I had had uh, been in the business world at, at some point, but was was always passionate about music. And eventually, as you know, has happened for some others in the industry, came to that realization that I needed to get back and, and really give it that full-time effort. And it's been amazing because since that decision, that's the record contract and publishing contract and a lot of, a lot of opportunities have opened up. Well, you've kind of answered my next question already, which is people are often very passionate about music, doing it when it's more of a secondary thing or a hobby. And for some people, then when it becomes the full time, it loses something for them because they have to be aware of this business aspect spinning in the background. How has that been for you? Or is it just, it seems mostly like you're just here smiling. It is, you know, and that's the thing. I think because my interest was, you know, I enjoyed business as well, and that's what I had used to be in. And so it's kind of like it's combined the two loves. It was something that I, you know, enjoyed, and that's what I had studied, you know, in school. And then my love of music, and now the two go together. And as anyone in the music business tells you, of course, it's it's not just music. It's also business. And and so, you know, being able to combine those two, it is a, it's a very fun journey. So here's something really creative that you do that I think is, is sounds like a lot of fun, which is giving a mini concert every Friday on your Facebook page. I do. Seriously, yes. is this like live streaming or you pre-record it and post it? It is. Or what? No, it's all live stream. The Facebook app, it, 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 you have to be live. There's no way to pre-record that. In fact, you have to do it from your phone. They don't even allow you to do it from a camera. So it's just right on the phone, very natural with your fans. And I've been doing that for a couple months now. And it has So been if you live in Fiji, amazing. you have to get up, stay up pretty late. To see yes. That. In fact, I have, people from, I have people from Hong Kong, from Australia, from China, Japan that, that listen in on this. And um, I do different programs each week. So it's, you know, I kind of understand. And I guess your job a little bit where it's like, let's see, what should I do this week? Should I play, you know, some some pretty music off the album, you know, kind of reach the heart or should I do something fun, comedic? Should I have a guest? I've, you know, I've had some guests on the, the little program and it's it's really fun. And you get the live comments from people. So as, it's just as you Jason Lyle Black on Facebook. And yes. People can find out when the Friday mini concert's going to yeah, be. Yeah, every Friday morning I do it. And, and there's a live <laughs> subscribe on Facebook where you can know about it and, and get notified. So, well, I, I think that's very creative. I think yeah, that's pretty thanks. cool. Well, we want to hear some more music, and uh, let's hear a couple more that are sort of in that uh, that more serious vein. This one is performed uh, by a cellist on the album Piano Preludes. We're hearing all violin today. We'll hear a violin version of Winter's Passing, Jason Lyle Black, with violinist Gabriel Gordon. Thank you. 
Winter's Passing. That's Jason Lyle Black performing with violinist Gabriel Gordon. That piece is from a brand new album called Piano Preludes. And there is a video on YouTube if you want to see that performed. You can go ahead and Google that. This next piece was one uh, that was inspired really by a, a challenge, Jason says, to write something that was in a lower register but still had that same tenderness as the other pieces, like that beautiful high piano that we just heard. He said, as I completed the piece, I began to feel a more patriotic emotion to it, and it has come to remind me of my grandpa, who passed away just last September, who served in World War II. Here is A Soldier's Prayer. That's a soldier's prayer from the album Piano Preludes by Jason Lyle Black. Jason, there is a very hymn-like quality to that. And I there guess uh, that's part of why it gets the title it did, Soldier's Prayer. That you mentioned that the album, about 75% of it, this just as we were chatting, setting up here, is piano, but with string orchestra with it. 
Yes, and we had the chance to work with Marshall McDonald, who is a phenomenal orchestrator on that. And so it was really fun. I would I wrote each of the pieces, and then Marshall would would help. You know, we got together and kind of talked about the vision for the background orchestration, mm-hmm. and then he kind of fulfilled in those string parts. And I wrote all the, the string solos on the piece, and as well as of course all the piano solos on the album. But then got to work with him for that background orchestration. And he's got lots of experience doing that. Yes, Tabernacle Choir and uh, piano guys David Archuleta, a number of major names that he's written for. So very fun to work with him. Okay, so we are slowly moving from Sublime. We're going to not leap all the way to Ridiculous yet. <laughs> We're going to go sort of middle of the road here. So you you have this fabulous music video that's going to be a treasure to you in, in, in future years because it features your grandparents. So that's tell true. us about this. So my grandparents are in their, their 80s, well into their 80s, and they have played piano duets their entire life. And as long as I can remember, I mean, since their twenties, they've been playing. So Mm -hmm. growing up as a little kid, I would see them play at family reunions. The the Maple Leaf Rag actually was the song that they would play together. And it was just, that was a very big thing for me. And so I got to this point a year ago where I said, I want to do a a video of a Disney story, a Disney song with a couple growing old together and kind of capture their, you know, this loving story. And in doing that, I was like, well, you know, and I started with, with Up, and I was like, well, I wonder if my grandparents would do it. You know, they're they're very private people. They do not crave the spotlight in the slightest. But I approached them. I said, I need to cast an 80-year-old couple for this video. <laughs> would you like to be the part? And they both have to play the piano. <laughs> and yes, and that, exactly. It's like, I need two together, and, you know, you are my first choice. And they said, we, you know, we'd love to. And so they... Uh, Bless their hearts, you know, d- practiced very diligently. And in fact, in the video, it's an 1862, I believe, Steinway that my grandpa restored. He's actually wow. a piano, a pianist, and also has restored old pianos as a hobby his entire life. So it was really neat just to get to do that with them. And as you said, it's a family treasure to to have done the video. And then it's now touched, I mean, millions of people around the world. It's now, just I have to say, I've seen this twice, and they don't look nervous. They look like maybe they've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. We uh, so the video it was filmed at Celador Studios, and we um, were working with them. And and I was like, you know, my grandparents are pretty natural. At this this was their first music video. And, you know, Grandma, bless her heart. We we walk in with all these big studio lights, and uh-huh. I you know her living room just got enveloped in lights. And she's like, I, I've never been in a music video. You know, a little nervous. <laughs> but then they just they were naturals, and uh, they was, really did. Have they seen the? Funny. Have you showed them, or have, have I don't know how tech savvy they are? Do they read the comments? Online. You know, they, they, I have I have shared quite a few with them. Yeah, they. In fact, my grandparents weren't on Facebook before this video. <laughs> they, I think, they have a Facebook now. But um, they. Uh, YouTube video comments are famous for not really. You d- sometimes don't dare read them. But it, yeah. In this case, I think this might be okay. No, and I have gotten messages from all over the world. I've had universities students reach out to me. They want to interview them. You know about their marriages. <laughs> I even had a church in I think it was Tennessee um, license the video for use in their. Uh, um, marriage sermon series, and oh. so it's just so fun. All of these different things that, that have happened. That actually with the video. seems quite applicable. That it, seems it's right. really neat. I mean, literally all over the world. So, have they been people. recognized in the grocery store all yet? The time. That's a, seriously, yeah. <laughs> they're recognized more than I am. <laughs> I was only halfway kidding, but that's <laughs> no. They, I, I talked to them, and they're like, you know, we still we go to the grocery store. And, hey, we saw your YouTube video, and you know, the funny thing is, those glasses, <laughs> those aren't my grandpa's glasses. Those are actually prescription glasses I got him for the video uh-huh. because he wears glasses. But we needed Carl. Fredrickson yes. glasses. Uh-huh. And so even without his glasses and without, you know, their, co- you know, clothing that I picked out for the video, they are still recognized <laughs> a lot in the grocery store. Live till 80 and get your 15 minutes of fame. That's exactly. great. That's great. <laughs> 
grandpa told me, he said, we will do this again in another 60 years for our next anniversary. <laughs> well, like I said, that's going to be a treasure to you for decades and decades. It Very is. cool. So people should look this up on YouTube. It's uh, the music of Up, Jason Lyle Black. Uh, look at Jason's YouTube channel, and I know you're going to enjoy. Uh, so many of the comments we saw said, I'm here wiping my eyes. This is just too beautiful. <laughs> Everybody says, who's cutting onions? That's the common comment. <laughs> Someone was cutting onions. I must have allergies. Well, we want to hear this. Now, we're not going to hear the exact two piano arrangement that the grandparents did, but this is an arrangement uh, Jason did. Uh, piano and violinist Gabriel Gordon. This is Married Life from the Disney movie Up. So interesting how a musical theme will bring back so many memories. Married Life from the Disney movie Up. I know you're picturing that montage right now. Movie scores really are one of Jason Lyle Black's most favorite things to listen to. So it was not unusual that he would also make an arrangement of the Avengers theme. This is not quite like the movie Up. But that's a good thing for Variety, and he actually has published sheet music for this piece. It's on online, too, at jasonlyleblack.com. So let's hear the Avengers theme.
the Avengers theme, Jason Lyle Black performing his own arrangement. Now, these two arrangements, Jason, Married Life and the Avengers theme, are these uh, two of your Hal Leonard pieces? Yes, they are. So Hal Leonard, well, I mean, just a giant publisher. But this is a cool thing. You made these arrangements, and they took them on. Yeah, it was that was a very exciting moment for me last year getting published with Hal Leonard because I, you know, I'd done arrangements for YouTube for quite a few years and people would request, you know, hey, I want to get the sheets to this. And, you know, most of the major publishers are represented by Hal Leonard. They they represent the entire Disney catalog and a lot of the film studios. And so the opportunity, and they, they've actually published a book now of, of my YouTube arrangements, you know, national distribution. So it's really exciting to have that uh, reaching well, pianists. Which everywhere. is kind of a nice nod from them saying, we like what you did with our with these other properties we represent. And I'm picturing piano recitals everywhere having, you know, Eine kleine Nachtmusik, followed by the Avengers theme. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and in fact, what they, they called the book Distinctive Piano Solos for that reason. It actually has, a, they put a Beethoven song in uh -huh. right next to the Avengers theme <laughs> that I had done. It's like, well, you know, it's a fun, it's a compilation of fun pieces. It's so. all music. Yeah, exactly. So, of course, we have to now dig deep into the silly. Yes. Which Let's is uh, the, the, a, a great appearance on Ellen DeGeneres, her, her show, playing backwards. And by backwards, we don't mean start at the end and move forward. We mean, like, turn around and put your hands behind you. So at, at what point in your life did you think, gosh, I wish I could play this song facing away from the piano? So I was 14 or 15. I remember I did it first for a youth talent show. And then, you know, it's my dad, and my dad's not a musician, but my dad always had that that ear and eye for kind of entertaining. You know, mm -hmm. he was the one that was good in front of a crowd, and he would say, oh, you should, you know, we'd go over to a friend's house, you need to play behind your back for them. And, you know, he just suggested that I do that because people loved it. And it was just funny because it just kind of went from there and became a bigger and bigger thing, and I started doing it in more talent shows, and then it kind of incorporated into my concerts as I started giving mm -hmm. concerts. And, you know, next thing you know, you know, fast forward some years, and the Ellen DeGeneres show calls up and says, hey, we'd love to have you perform on our show, and it was it was amazing. So. It, because in, in the video of the show, she invites you out sort of, you know, you come out like the mild-mannered regular guy, and then the curtains open, there's a piano, and people <laughs> Magically are going, well, appears. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. okay. And then not only do you play backwards, but then you threw something else in. So yeah, and that one I, I go out down onto the ground, which is something that I've, I've done quite a bit. And that there's there's quite a bit of I call it piano aerobics. You know, you have to you have to practice quite a bit to do that. And that was actually the most difficult part of learning it was to transition from playing to down on the ground. And uh, today's one I'm I'm going to do the the behind the back. That's that's my most common one. But I do the the on the ground as well. I do the upside down. I have kind of a couple different sticks. With yeah, and it. we like the part so, where you have to use your head to play the pedal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that looks yeah, that's, uh, that explains some of the things going on upstairs. You know? I, I, you know we, I mean? That was for you to say, not yeah. us. <laughs> so you've also been known to perform with a reindeer puppet on your shoulder. I have. Christmas concerts. Yes, Rudolf. Oh, he, uh, Rudolf? Rudolf joined me for my first, the, for his first concert was actually this past Christmas in Oakland, California, a big Christmas show there every year. And that was the kid's favorite. He, he stole the show. I mean, it, after the show, I was like, he needs his own Instagram account because everybody wanted photos with Rudolf, you know, not with me. So it was fun. They loved him. Well, we are leaving off lots of fun things that we could include. We do want to mention that you have a whole love song, a Star Wars theme based around two people falling in love at Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Shut Up and Duel With Me, inspired by the uh, the radio hit, you know, Shut Up and Dance. And uh, that one was actually, yeah, it was fun. The news and Comic-Con featured that. And it was, I don't know, I'm a Star Wars nerd, so I guess it was natural for me to write something like that. 
So when you got here today, you're, you're dressed very nicely yeah, for the performance, thanks. but you did mention you were trying to reach behind me. You said, oh, the shirt's a little tight to reach clear behind me. So Yeah, fitted shirts don't work very well for playing the piano backwards, yeah. and that's one of the, the conflicts between your, your artist brand and your stage show because it makes it very difficult. This to, is radio. You play. can let those buttons pop. That's true. So we're going to hear two, two short examples of some of the silly side here. So you will recognize Scott Joplin, the entertainer. What you would not know without us telling you is Jason is sitting backwards on the piano bench for this one. This is just totally messing with my mind to try try and picture switching everything years worth of where's that which notes are the high ones and the low ones and to do that backwards. So uh, Jason was completely facing away from the piano. So now uh, we're going to hear. I know you're going to recognize this if, if if you know who Mario and Luigi are. You're already going to know this next piece. That's the romantic piano version of the Super Mario theme. I sort of expect you to go, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one is, uh, you know, I, I got bored playing at weddings a lot, and so I started trying to put songs in that don't belong at people's weddings. And so thus, romantic piano versions developed of Thriller by Michael Jackson and the Super Mario theme in Friday by Rebecca Black. And, you know, <laughs> uh, It's Too Late to Apologize by One Republic. All of these songs that have no place in a wedding. So at some point, people must have wandered over and said, hey, are you really playing... Did people recognize it? People don't. That, that's the funny thing. In fact, one of the first time I did, I did Thriller, and I remember the, bride, the bride's grandma or someone came by and was like, oh, thank you for setting such a nice tone for this wedding. <laughs> you know, people are clueless. <laughs> but the, the word got out, and I started getting challenges at wedding receptions. So people would come up and say, I bet you can't do this song. And that's what happened with Mario. It was actually a challenge from a 12-year-old boy at a wedding reception. He, he said, I bet you can't sing this thing. <laughs> and so I did. Okay, now you need your distinctive wedding song arrangements book by Hal Leonard. That'll so, be the someday I, uh, I want to do Here Comes the Bride, and it'll be a collection of songs, romantic songs that don't belong at a wedding, but they're romanticized, and I, I think it'd be fun. Now, you yeah. obviously have piano training to do I what do. you're doing, but classical training, so... Uh, how soon did that begin? Yeah, I started when I was eight, and then all of classical training. I love Chopin and Rachmaninoff are my two favorite uh, of the composers, and so yeah, I did the the Chopin etudes and the concertos and the juries and things in, in high school, and so studied uh, yeah from when I was eight through high school and classical classical piano. You know, another thing we have to say that we like about you and why we're excited to have you is is kind of separate from the music, which is you're a very generous 
spirited person, meaning you're happy to share whatever you know with people. And uh, we've asked you a couple questions just since you got here, and you've taken time to explain. You also do that online on your Facebook page. We we have so, someone saying, oh, I'd like to teach by Skype too, which you do. You teach piano. I do. And yeah. so you say, oh, great. And then you launch into this whole paragraph about, you know, here's what works well, here's what's a little hard to do via Skype. And yeah. I like that. Oh, well, thank uh, you. Just as a show production team, we like that generosity of spirit. That was sort of uh, was the tipping point. We thought, good, we we definitely want this guy. Oh, well, thanks. So, Appreciate what that. is hard to teach in a Skype lesson? Oh, you know, Skype. Most of my Skype now is more kind of the mentoring and coaching. So, you know, working with people that want to get in onto YouTube or you know, mm-hmm. really trying to to write their first songs. You know, I work with people on composition competitions that they're going to enter. Those type of things. And, you know, I have done previously I, in the past kind of the traditional piano lesson over Skype, but it's very difficult because, you know, technique, you're, you're looking through a little pixelated image, you know, someone's yes. hands at the piano. And I actually had a student in New Zealand at one point I was working with, and it was very fun, you know, to work across the world with someone, but it, it was a little difficult to... Uh, Hard to see the fingering To exactly. see that, yeah. Whereas with, you know, and I call that more the technical teaching, you know, in music, mm-hmm. whereas what, a lot of what I do is more the creative, kind of the mentoring, producing side now, and that's a lot, yeah, lends itself a lot better to things online and you know you send recordings back and forth and you discuss how the song can be improved and you know it's i enjoy that that kind of thing a lot you also had a post uh, with five tips we're not going to ask you for all five but for example what what what's one of the tips you shared one of the little tricks, actually, is I will practice music with my eyes closed when I have a really difficult passage to learn so that it forces you into the muscle memory. Hmm. And um, in, a, in accompaniment with that, my teacher encouraged me to do what you'd call like a tongue twister and play the music inverse. So not backwards, behind the back, mm-hmm. but play it in the inverse. And it messes with kind of your brain and helps you better develop the ability to play the passage forward by kind of stretching. I, I'm not a neuroscientist, really? but really? I swear by it. It has helped me prepare for concerts to use those techniques. So those were two from that. It would be fun to hear you play video. the piece backwards that way. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll add that in at some point. As well. Now, we want to introduce a piece, and we are definitely going back to the sublime with this, which is a song you arranged uh, maybe four years ago, but you said this was around the time your oldest sister passed away, which I'm yes. sorry to hear, and that uh, that adds extra meaning to this piece. It does, yeah. I had finished this arrangement. I, I was, I think, before before she passed away, if I remember right, it was April 2012, but it's that book, that, that sheet music book of hymns, I actually dedicated that book to her, and you know, she was a great example to me of, of faith, and through that challenge in her life, you know, five years of fighting cancer, and so this song has really come to kind of have an attachment to her um, for me, and it has a has a broad range of moods that, that come out found every blessing, mm-hmm. but it's, it's done with, you know, bells at the beginning, and then a very soft, you know, middle section, and then kind of the big finale, and tries to really capture different spiritual feelings throughout the piece. Well, good. Let's hear this. Then the interesting thing about hymn tunes is they they have their own life. Sometimes they're with one text, sometimes with another text. And I think it's sort of nice to feature the hymn tune itself here and let it do what it does.
That's Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, hymn arrangement by Jason Lyle Black. Jason, we were originally going to go right to our closing number right here, but we've got just a little bit more time. We're just going to ring the sponge just a little bit more to talk with you, which is, so you signed your contract with Stone Angel Music, but you had to sort of go audition. And uh, Paul Cardall, whose uh, company this is, he does piano himself. And so I'm, I'm just trying to picture what you're thinking. I've got to go play for this guy who, who really knows what I do. Yeah, it was very interesting, mostly because coming from a background of very heavily musical comedy, especially where over the last, I mean, I had always, as you heard, you know, this come out found, I wrote that four years ago. And so it's not that I hadn't been doing the artistic side of music, but I had been much more in the news the last two years for the comedic. And so that was what made it, I think, most interesting was approaching Paul, who, you know, does, I mean, his career is reaching people's hearts, you know, heal, music that heals, you know, and, mm-hmm. and reaches the heart. Um, but, you know, I mean, he was, it, it actually, it, things moved very quickly. I mean, it was incredible from, from the time when I first contacted him. I mean, I think we had the agreement in place in like two weeks. I mean, it was, it had just overnight pretty much. And, he has just been the funnest person to work with. You know, I mean, he's not only a, an incredibly accomplished artist, but, you know, for those that know him, he's, he's a really funny guy. He's a lot of fun to, to be with. And so, you know, his music may be the more serious and, you know, the very uh, reach the heart, but his personality is very funny. And so it's been fun to, to mold with him. Well, we printed out some pictures from Facebook, and the first one uh, got to play today at Stone Angel Music Today. This is, I think it's December of 2015. Yeah. And then all we do is we go to a picture in March, and it says, just finished our last piano recording for Piano Preludes, bringing in strings and guest yeah. soloists. Can that I was, just say that, that I didn't... Quick. Yeah, I didn't really sleep. Um, I didn't really... Uh, you can ask the girl I was dating at that time. Um I was working around the clock. Yeah, we were. We uh, I wrote uh, I wrote a lot of pieces um, over Christmas and all through January. And we, uh, you know, Paul. I mean, it was a ton of time. I was there every day. We yeah, were, but you used a so, lot of pieces. There were fifteen tracks on this album. And well, and and I mean, we I wrote twenty five. So we picked, you know, <laughs> and that's the whole process, right? Of producing an album. I wrote mm-hmm. twenty five concepts for it, and then Paul said, "Okay, here's your best ones. You know, this is what we're going to work with, and those are the ones that ultimately made it onto the album." But yeah, I mean, it it's it's pretty incredible because I remember when he said, you know, when he had when he was bringing me in for the contract, he's like, "Well, we're going to release this Mother's Day weekend." I'm thinking. Uh, how are we going to do that? So, you know, pray and write music as, you know, and don't as sleep. deeply as you can. And yeah, just don't sleep too much, you know, take a little break every couple of weeks for an hour. You know. So, so here's one other picture, a, a, a Skype lesson you gave to a piano student in Switzerland. Yes. And this picture of this incredible Swiss chocolate, please tell me that they actually sent you the chocolate. It wasn't just a picture over there. Oh, yeah. Internet. No, this is, that, that photo was taken on my desk. So okay. my, my friend, Adrienne, who is a, a good friend of mine, I mean, we haven't met, but he's a, a student in Switzerland. And yeah, for Christmas, he's like, you know, I want to send you some Swiss chocolate. Send me your address and send me a huge box of all this great Swiss chocolate. So there are perks to uh, teaching abroad. So set set up, we are going to do our final song here, which it will be piano and violin, and it's called Communion. Tell us about this. Yeah, so again, with a lot of the songs, a lot of the titles are something prayer, you know, communion, and they're very spiritual themes, you know, not necessarily religious specifically, but spiritual reaches the heart and the soul, and that's what this one is, communion. And it's 
it's one of the more meditative pieces on the album. It's one of my favorites. It's one of Paul Cardall's favorites off of the album. And so we're really excited to do it. And um, don't have a music video yet for this one, but this will be one of the ones coming out over the next year. We're, we're very excited about the concepts that we're working on for this piece. So Nice. Let's hear it. Jason Lyle Black, pianist with his own composition called Communion, performed live with violinist Gabriel Gordon. That's Communion, performed live just now in Studio 6 at BYU Broadcasting by pianist, composer, and arranger Jason Lyle Black. You can hear that song as one of 15 tracks on his new album, Piano Preludes. That includes strings along with this, also cello and violin solos. More information about Jason's music and links to his YouTube videos is online at jasonlyleblack.com. Jason, you talked about your grandpa's great old piano that he had restored. I did, yes. What do you play? I don't play an 1862 Steinway. <laughs> when, when I can, I love to play, you know, on either a Steinway Seven or you know the 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 seven foot Steinway or seven foot Yamaha. So, uh-huh. in terms of between the two, I, 
know if I have a. I probably prefer the Steinway, which is great since that's what you have in studio. So, but, but, but practicing at home, practicing, I practice with my Yamaha stage piano, yeah, stage oh. keyboard, and it's great. And uh, it's great because I can practice in the middle of the night when the roommates are asleep and pop no the problem. headphones on. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's that's me as my my Yamaha keyboard. And that was such an intense writing period to write so many pieces working towards this album. Have you kept in that mode or or, or have you had to focus on other things? You know, the funny thing is... Like I, performing for us here. I am not thinking actively about writing songs, but ideas are just coming now. So I'll be sitting there getting ready for a show and ideas will come. I'll pop out my phone and pop on a voice memo and, and record it. That's how I, you know, I come up with the concepts and I record them in a voice memo and revisit uh -huh. them later. I already have four concepts for the next album. I told Paul, it's like, hope we're doing another album because I got four concepts already. But you know, I tell you, but one of my favorite ones from it was I was at my sister's house for Christmas and you can hear my little nephew making, you know, little baby noises in the background on one of the songs that like the perfect sound. So it's just kind of tender to, you know, that guy was writing music on my vacation, you know, with my sister. And so it's fun to go back and listen to those concepts and hear the kind of the background, you know. Well, my final question was what's next? So I think we already know. Yeah, I a lot, uh, you know, a lot of re more recordings. Um, I'm also, you know, uh, looking to tour in the next couple of years, and so actively, you know, working on the live show. I've got obviously a combination of music and comedy and that, and a lot of fun gigs on the calendar now. And then I think there'll still be some some more Disney viral videos in the future. You know, we'll see. I obviously focused on performing, but those could come. And I don't think you've given up playing backwards or uh, that's for sure. Some of the <laughs> fun yet. stuff. Jason Lyle Black. Jason, thank you for coming in Thanks and for having today me. and bringing Gabriel Gordon. If you're listening at home or if you just caught part of our show, you want to hear it again or share it, you can do that so easily. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. Also, follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Yes, even playing backwards. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our film assistant is Abby Horlocker. And the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>